This is the Saucy Picks Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Saucy Picks Podcast. It is Monday night, we are recording a new episode. Sorry for everyone for last week, it was my mistake. I recorded a Word document for an hour and a half. We actually did do a podcast, but didn't catch the recording. So we had to skip last week, but we are back with fire. Uh, We talked about last week's Saucy Picks, we talked a little bit about gambling, but mostly this episode focused around the NFL playoff picture. It is getting down to the nitty gritty and the important games. We talk almost every game, give you guys our takes. So enjoy the episode. Saucy Picks Podcast. All right. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold yep. on. Before we start, Riss wanted yep. to know if you changed the Instagram name. Yeah, changed yep. it to Saucy Oops. Picks Podcast. That means we got to l- fucking light this one on fire, Fred. No shit. Let's light it on fire and start promoting this bitch. Now that it's podcast, people are going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Actually, uh, I've been going to bigs like the whole fucking football season. And uh, Corey and Andrew asked me about po- uh, Saucy Picks. So it's starting to get like a little bit of feedback, you know? Nice. Mm-hmm. You tell them we're getting our fucking buttholes raped? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they know. Oh, I bet. Are they are they following it? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Andrew, nice. Andrew does. I don't know if Corey does, but he he doesn't have Instagram though. Yeah, Corey oh, doesn't okay. have Instagram. Um, nice. Mark, are we recording? This would just be good shooting the shit stuff. We are recording. Nice, nice. What's Biggs? Biggs right. is a little fucking sports bar. They got like thirty TVs, dude. It's pretty sick. Like. It's uh, it was voted the best brunch in uh, Orange County. Um, twenty five bucks, all you can eat, all you can drink, nine to one, or pretty much from like eight till one o'clock p.m. Huh? Yeah, not all you can drink. Brunch. Not you yeah, been there too, Mark? Brunch. It's mimosas. Yeah, yeah Mark used yeah. to be oh, a regular like there, dude. Fullerton. Um, is that close to where Amanda lives, or or her apartment or condo is? No. But, Funny story when Mark was a solo rider. <laughs> uh, I don't know if yeah. I want to hear this one. Let's hear it, dude. Uh, Mark, give him, like, give him permission, Mark. Fred, week, Fred, you broke up a little bit. He, he he brought this chick there one one week, and then the next week he brought like a new chick. And Andrew goes, "Oh yeah, dude. Like I remember I met you last week." And and Mark's just sitting there like. Cut, 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 cut. It's, it's not the same bitch. <laughs> I think I've heard that story before, actually. That's fucking hilarious. It was, dude. Mark was the fucking the red rifle in, in the pants, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and Andrew has a couple stories like that. He, uh, at, our, at Amanda and I's wedding, he told that story to about 10 different people he didn't even know. <laughs> Oh shit. So so Mark, I mean I'm not married obviously, but you know, is your previous romances something that 
is all laid out in the air pre-wedding or is that something like you guys decided not to talk about or address or didn't care about or um i mean i'm not hiding anything but for amanda it's more like out of sight out of mind right so she doesn't really care to ask then nope not really got it okay yeah i've always i mean obviously with my uh my history i've always just tried to avoid talking about it altogether (laughs) bury everything yeah Uh, the only thing that matters is me and you and that's it (laughs) that's right (laughs) that's right jesus christ all right let's get started talking about some games um actually first i want to start off by saying my apologies to everyone for not putting out a podcast last week we did record one I just fucked it up and recorded a Word document for an hour and a half. So, hey, uh, <laughs> hey send me that Word doc, though. I'm really curious about it. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty solid. It had my voice on it for an hour and a half, but not you guys. <laughs> Fine tuning. Uh, well, we're back. We're back at it. Uh, got some good shit to talk about. Made a few modifications to the way that we're going to go about talking about it, too. Um, so I'm kind of excited to see how this this flows, hopefully much better and a lot more entertaining as well. Yeah, so let's get at it. First, cool. we'll, we'll talk about the fucking Warriors on Wednesday. We oh. bet in-game twice. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty shitty. Um well, I, I know how Fred feels about this because he liked the Raptors that day. But, you know, and our, our, our thinking there, my thinking was Warriors at home, you know, getting their butts kicked. Curry's back. Curry, Durant, Thompson were all missing wide open shots. Um, they were getting the looks. And my thinking was if they continue to get those looks that, you know, they would they would eventually start falling. I mean, they're between the three of them. I didn't think that all three of them would just go ice cold. But sure enough, I mean, not only did they just not fall, their defense fell apart. I mean, I guess from what I saw, and I know you were watching too, guys, it looked like it just got to a point, Fred, where they just f- couldn't put it in the basket and kind of just gave up altogether, both defensively too, and just kind of threw in the towel pretty early. Yeah, that's that's kind of what happened. And then Lowry was just going off, hitting every shot. Yep. Uh, Ibaka, Ibaka played well too. Yeah, I was about to say Ibaka balled out. Valanchunas got hurt, like I think midway through the third, and that made it look like there might be a glimmer. But Lowry comes down, drains a few. Uh, Pascal Siakam, I think he went to Villanova. That guy's pretty solid, man. Either you guys know who that is? No. Uh, not before he made it to the league, but I've, I mean, I've watched him. He's pretty lengthy yeah. and, yeah, and he lengthy. runs the floor well too. Yeah, he does. And he, he's pretty young and talented. He's, he's got a decent shot. So the Raptors are just, are a good team and the, and coming out of that East where no more LeBron. Um, I don't know. I felt like Vegas set that line at seven for a reason. And when you guys were all about it, I was like, fuck man, I, I wish I could like, do something to, to put the kibosh on this, but right. Well, the well, thing I don't know for if you me guys like, realize. Go ahead, Mark. On. I don't know if you guys realize. I was in my last class of the semester, 
and I was sitting there in class and fucking Alex is like texting like, yo, what's the line? What's the line? And I'm and then you, you're arguing for it. Fred's arguing against it. I'm fucking sitting in class like, holy shit. No, what are these guys doing? Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, you, you know, once Valanciunas went down, Fred, I was like, dude, fuck yeah. No Kawhi, no Valanciunas. I was like. All, all they literally need is to hit a couple of shots, and this is like a no-brainer. And at the time, they were down by like 14, 15, and we were getting plus five. So I was like, yeah. dude, three threes, this is a game. I mean, they have three and a half quarters to go. Like, it was like a total sucker bet. Um, yeah. yeah, it was. So, you know, you live and you learn. That could have went one of two ways. I mean, a- after that, sure enough, Warriors come out firing the next few games, but... I mean, I told Mark when you said, you know, what's the lesson? Don't be so sporadic. It was like, well, I mean, dude, you give me Warriors plus five and a half against anybody at home mm-hmm. in the no, first I know. quarter. I, I don't give a shit what the score is. Yeah. I would still take it again. Right. So I it's like the, like the lesson there, I mean, I guess is like, you know, if you see they're cold, maybe don't expect them to warm up. But I mean. Can you really not expect all three of those guys to go icy? No, I mean, they're they're the best, the three best shooters ever on one team. So I had no problem with the bet, like betting on the Warriors. I'll I'll get roll with it all day every day. But the Raptors are like that one team that, fuck, I don't know what it is, but they're just they're firing on all cylinders right now. And yeah. For as much hype as the Celtics received preseason last season, you know, everything. Oh, Celtics, Celtics, they're going to waltz their way. We haven't really been talking about the Celtics. Nobody has. You watch SportsCenter, it's usually like the claw and then, you know, what? Can, how far can the Raptors go? So that was my only thing. That was my gripe. I was like, fuck, any other team, fine, but not the Raptors. I'll tell you this. Yeah, I mean, the Raptors have surprised me um, in a good way. But also, you know, with the Celtics, I was – literally just looking at the um the the records and the standings like yesterday or the day before they're uh they're a team i'm gonna start looking to you know bet on because i mean dude they're what right around 500 yeah they're and definitely i mean look I, I don't think they deserve all the hype that they got but they're still really really good oh, yeah. um so it's like i i don't know i think i think definitely some some teams like them, the Pelicans, are teams that we should be looking at betting that don't have necessarily the record. The Pelicans, I mean, the Pelicans dude, are four games the out of the top eight. The Pelicans. Dude, fuck the Pelicans, bro. Why? Why don't you like the, the Pelicans, Pelican. Mark? Well, the Pelicans one game. are the Panthers, dude. <laughs> the one... <laughs> of course the fucking Panthers win this week, or cover this week anyway. I know, dude. The fucking Panthers. Well, I... did you guys watch the game? Because... Yeah. The uh, the Saints were a fumble in the end zone away from covering easily. I know. So it was that close. Like that was a dog shit game, if you ask me. <laughs> I had no fantasy, no nothing hinging on it. Oh God, what a fucking disaster! That was a total sucker bet. I told Mark before the game, and sure enough, Mark. I mean, despite how it happened, I said hundred percent Saints win. But they're not gonna cover. It was it was a total sucker bet. Yep. 
Yeah, you and... should have seen you should have seen me in Alex's text messages. I was like talking up the Saints. <laughs> Yo, Dude. the Saints are gonna fucking kill it. The Saints this, Saints that. He almost I... talked me into it too. Jesus, good job. Way to hold your ground, no, Alex. No. The only reason I didn't talk him into it is because at the end of the my whole thread, I I had like ten texts in a row giving him my breakdown, and then at the end I was like. Yeah, so since I'm so high on the Saints, you should probably not bet it. Yeah, dude, totally. I'm pretty sure I gave you guys three picks that I liked more than Seattle, and all three of them fucking lost. (laughs) Okay, so for the listeners, uh, last week when we didn't put out an episode, we started a new thing where we uh, pick, put out our picks for each game we break down. And uh, last week's record... Let's go to the scoreboard. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I what were the games? I know Chargers Chiefs was one. Chargers, uh, Chargers Chiefs, Texans Jets, and Dolphins Vikings. Big, uh, big saucy went three and zero. Woo! <laughs> let's go, baby. Fred, you went zero and three, and I <laughs> snuck in there at one and two. Oh God. <laughs> so. <laughs> Good, good thing. Start, good start to the fucking competition over there, Fred. Yeah, no shit. It's always good to be, hey. uh, you know, out out in the early lead. That's it that's is, nice. It is, unless uh, you're playing me. Ask ask my fellow fantasy football uh, compadre how it went when I jumped out to a one and three start to this season. How'd that go, Mark? Yeah, that's true. Fred is making it to the championship game. He's lucky I'm not in the playoffs. I missed the playoffs by half a game and oh. uh i would have whooped everyone's ass this week so you're lucky but props you are uh in the championship and and the favorite to win so dude i don't even want to talk fantasy i got so fucked this year my <laughs> team like if i i mean i think i told you guys my team it's just stacked and but yet it's not yeah a lot of uh there's a lot of ups and downs in fantasy this year Ingram, McCoy, Le'Veon, Gronkowski. Gronk, man. Gronk, Gronk yeah. let me down, Gronk. dude. Hey, Gronk. Uh, Alex, I early in the season, I traded Antonio. I gave Mark Antonio for Gronk and Devontae Adams. Ooh. And Devontae's been killing, though. Devontae has been murdering it. Yeah, Devontae's been killing it. It's true. The Devontae for Antonio Brown, in hindsight, was even. Yeah. And you got and you got Gronk out of it, but Gronk has almost been hurting you. He yeah. gave what, what one or two good weeks. He's yeah. almost been hurting you. So hey, I would he's say he's been he's better. He's better than sure. Jared fucking Cook. <laughs> yeah, he is. You're better. almost better off picking like weekly matchups with tight ends. I, dude, than I've tried that and I've got goosed so hard in like six weeks. I'm just like I'm cool with Gronk because he's gonna get like five targets. So fuck it, dude. He catches them or not. I don't care. He's getting the targets from the goat. Oh, shit. All right. Well, let's get to our, our one saucy pick um, on Sunday was Seattle minus three and a half at the 49ers. And they lost an OT after a tough game. Tough game. But... Did you guys watch? Yeah, dude. I stayed at bigs to like four, man. Anytime we were laying that half, three and a half, seven and a half. Or, I mean, six and a half, fucking, and it goes to OT, you're just, you're kind of fucked. Well, I mean, unless they would have scored a touchdown on the right. first drive. Right, but... but Seattle's just, they're good offense, but they're not, like, dynamic and prolific and just 
boom, 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 end zone, you know? It seemed, it, yeah, dude, it seemed like they came out hot and then, like, changed the scheme. To me, yeah, to me, I don't know. They just, they keep trying to plug Carson and, like, do this silly shit with Lockett. And it's like, dude, just let Russell roll out and be Russell. Stop trying to, like, t- give him an itinerary. Just kind of let him do his thing, like Aaron Rodgers-esque, you know? Yeah, like that 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 first drive where they scored it was like Baldwin, Baldwin, Baldwin yeah. touchdown. I was like, balling, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. Like that's yeah. what I want to see. Dude, they have and, and they just they don't they don't use him at all. They're trying to get like all these other fucking one-handed guys like on defense, put him in on at fullback and shit. It's one-handed like one-handed guys. <laughs> hey man, respect. respect. I do respect it. I'm just saying they're trying all this funky shit like as we're talking about it, there's a highlight of the return touchdown for the <laughs> Niners. You guys watching Sports Center right now? I'm not. Yeah. I'm, but I'm dude, not. yeah. Anyway, I'll let you go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't really have much to say, man. Pretty disappointing in uh, the way that they played. Um, I I told you guys, I mean, they could score three less touchdowns and and keep them to the same number of points and still cover and that was almost the case but um there was actually there was one red zone drive where the Niners scored and um it was just it was just shitty defense honestly I think that their defense didn't play as well as it did um last time out despite them giving up as many yards to Mullins um when it came down to like plays that matter third third and short third and long they just they didn't they didn't come like they didn't make the plays that they needed to make and then on top of that they didn't score the same number of points so i i was pretty disappointed they came out flat um but all all in all you know we had a guy on on our instagram say that, that was kind of a, a a game that big whales were eyeing all week um you know hindsight looking back at it you know it was pretty obvious. I mean, that was that was a game that when we all looked at it, it was like, hey, whoa. Seattle did you guys? Four? Did you guys? Did you guys hear about the dude at William Hill? I think it was William Hill. William Hill, Hill or MGM? Uh, he bet five hundred and twenty nine grand on the fucking Seahawks, dude. Uh, he he bet it. He bet it at uh, money line. Uh, he bet it at two twenty. Two. He bet like two fifty at minus two twenty. And then it went up to two, minus two fifty, and he laid another three hundred and seventy. This fucker no. took a six hundred thousand dollar loss. What oh. the? Fuck? I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was the same guy, but it was a, another like well known gambler out there. He bet uh, twenty grand. I think it was twenty grand on the uh, the the Rams minus nine hundred. Uh, uh. And he, yeah, he was gonna win like two G's or some shit like. I forget what the exact number was, but yeah, those two guys are are not fucking loving life right now. Dude, where do you find that shit? Because I would be, I mean, I would be interested to follow shit like that because that, I mean, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Minus 900? I've been so low at times where I'm just scouring the internet trying to fucking (laughs) find a way to to hang my hat. Hey, you know what? I lost 500. I didn't lose 500,000. Fuck it. Dude, that... That's that's crazy, yeah, and I you really know what? I really hope that guy's balling. I really hope that guy's balling. Like, oh, dude, come on, Mark. Nothing. 
500k on a fucking game and just let alone that guy let alone a shitty minus a, 200 money yeah, line like that's come a on bad bet that is a terrible bet a terrible bet Bet, no, I'm just course. saying I hope he has the money to throw away. You know what? I would have much rather hear, hear him say, oh, I took the Packers or I took the Redskins or some shit where it's like, yeah, okay, I could see that. But you take a bad bet, you deserve to fucking lose. Dude, my dad, so my dad, I mean, it's kind of how I got into gambling. My dad, you know, when I was three years old, was gambling NFL huge. And there's a f- funny story he always says because one of his buddies was his bookie. And his buddy ended up building this nice, like, super sick back porch, like, deck overlooking, like, a canyon in Bonita Mark. Yeah. And they always say that my dad built his, oh, his deck. Oh, so shit. that's kind of how – I mean, my dad would go – like, he, we would go to Vegas, like, once every two months as a kid. And my dad would just play and try to win like 10, 15 grand, like just to pay for the trip and some extra stuff. And eventually, um, actually panned well with the table games, but sports betting never fared well. So he got on the horse betting. And now that's, that's kind of where, I mean, he doesn't bet anything but horses. And his biggest thing, he still tells me to this day, is like, dude, you guys, you guys got to get away from sports betting and get more into horse betting. Which, I mean, I do quite a bit, which hopefully when it becomes a little bit more of the season, we'll talk a little bit about that on the podcast and on the Instagram. But the best thing about horse betting is like, even if you take a favorite, Fred, you're looking at like three to one, two hey. to one. Dude, I got an idea. I just got a sick idea. What if when Hor- when everything like kind of cools down, what if we like had like a saucy picks day at the races? I've never bet on the ponies, dude. I've never been to the race really? once, dude. No. And dude, like Mark. first first 10 followers, first 20 followers, like we'll fucking lay a few bets for you or like, you know, uh trifectas or whatever. Any any San Diego or SoCal yeah. followers that want to come Saucy Picks will sponsor their fucking free entry and a free like two dollar or five dollar win place on a certain race or something like that. Yeah, like, fuck yeah, dude. dude la- last time we went to the races, was it Amanda's first time? I think so. Yeah, so it was Amanda's first time. She comes out. She uh, <laughs> she bets splashy kisses. I always fucking remember it. She bet the fucking horse just for the name and she came out big i think it was like a 17 to one and uh i think we all ended up that day like up 500 it was fucking nice day at the races tell me you guys have seen that video of uh i think it's edelman just bought or is it amandola west welker one of those it's welker Welker. dude he's all like on ecstasy and shit right yeah that ruined his (laughs) career dude well i mean it was already kind of done but that put a throwing hundies around dude what a Dude, day, I, though. What a fuck. I fucking love how you just named all the little white Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was actually at the Kentucky Derby. I remember that. Um, that was a couple years ago. But, Mark, I was going to say, tell me, like, every time we go to the track, we don't make money. I mean, it feels like we do, dude. Uh, you really? Mo- most of the time, I mean, I'm I'm a rookie, so I don't always. But I'm I'm betting, like... Not too much, so. So, so that day we went with Amanda, Fred. I have one like twenty-five minutes. uh, What Santa Anita? Yeah, Santa Anita. Dude, I love that track. I bet that track all the time. You can bet remotely, like so. You can be at 
yeah. whatever and bet at Santa Anita? Yeah, bro, you could pull up your app right now. There's races running in Australia right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I never really bet those. Sometimes I do for shits and giggles, but... <laughs> yeah, you do, dude. Um, sometimes, Al- sometimes Alex will be like, yeah, I bet this random race in fucking <laughs> bumfuck nowhere. Guatemala. Dude, fuck it. No, but seriously, so that that's the cool thing about horse betting is like what I was saying, two to one, three to one when you're betting a favorite. Yeah. And like, think yeah. about that. To get like plus 200, plus 300 on a sports game, like the they're massive underdogs. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah, so that's you know that's that's why my dad preaches horse betting over anything. That's gotta because... be our way. That's gotta be our fucking our angle, like to gain gain some some traction in in person. We gotta start doing sponsored days at the races, dude. That'd be really cool. That'd I'm cool. down. Start I'll tell you what, sure. when it when it comes to all this sports, we could stuff, do a dude, fucking like kind of like a live type thing, like that. I would love you know, that Q and A type shit. Oh Jesus, bro, dude! I'm having trouble recording the podcast just <laughs> fucking right now. Like, like, I'm gonna have this set up, this all fucking set up at the. Mark's track gonna have like, like, dude, Mark, you got to get it all set up at the veranda, looking down on the paddock like TVG does. Dude, Mark, dude, make that shit happen, dude. <laughs> like, I'm a fucking audio engineer now. God damn it! All right, so let me let me just kind of wrap that up. I mean, we went over one last week. Um, you know, again, we're just preaching selectiveness. You and I talked about that, Mark. We can get more into it later. But, you know, lo- looking back on the week, guys, I mean, actually, you know what? 0-2 with the Warriors. Because I only put one of them out on the Instagram. But um, we bet it twice. So 0-2, 0-3, whatever. Small, small, minimizing our losses. Um, and, and hopefully when we win, we win big. And, and you know what I've, I've noticed, I haven't really liked any money line underdogs lately. I mean, obviously the Steelers and the chargers were in the focus fires. Those would have been some good ones to, to take some shots on, but with the warriors already losing early on in the week, it kind of hampered us. Um, with your guys' picks on the chiefs, I don't know if I would have been able to talk you into it, but, um, you know, all in all, not 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 the best of weeks, um, but I I really like a couple games this week, and I'm 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 thinking this is kind of the week that we're gonna start turning the ship and, and moving in the right direction. Okay. So let's let's talk about this Chiefs Chargers game. Yeah. Both were at one point the Chiefs were ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning. On you know how ESPN has that little graph. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dude, even even to the last play, the the Chiefs are fucking overrated. They have. Uh, let's see. I have it here somewhere. Last miracle against the Chiefs. Week 12 against the Steelers. They took them three fucking field goals at the end of the week. Uh, eight against the Seahawks. They won on week in England against the Titans. They won on last week. Those always go against them. And they're an underrated team with a shitty record. But this year, specifically... They've pulled out all those games, and they're looking really good, but they've had a lot of close games, a lot of close games. You know what the difference is? 
Defense. The difference is our defense. We got, finally, we have two solid, you think about any solid defense, you've got a good defensive line. We finally have two solid defensive ends in Bosa and Ingram. Okay, mm -hmm. our linebackers aren't, like, outstandingly great. They're good. They do their jobs. They're quick. They're decent in coverage. But we drafted our first draft pick. We took a free safety out of Florida State, Derwin James. Dude, you watch this guy? This guy fucking flies, man. He flies. He closes holes. He's in, he's in pursuit. He's in coverage. He never misses a coverage. It's like, and, and you add that, dude, last year we led the league in interceptions. Like, Dude, our defense has always been kind of what let us down. That and kicking, obviously. I mean, our kicking hasn't been the best over the last decade. But, I mean, our defense is kind of what's giving Phillip Rivers. Think about it, dude. If we had a shitty defense, Patrick Mahomes gets a couple first downs. That game's over. But instead, we come out, we get a three and out, and bam, ball back in Rivers' hands. We have the opportunity. You know, we had the same team three years ago. That would have never happened. They would have converted, ran the ball three times, and took a knee. And it's like that's the biggest difference. Also, I think I think Rivers has a lot more weapons. Not that he had them there at the end of the Kansas City game. Dude, there were some phenomenal fucking plays. Plays that even I didn't expect to be made in the midst of them. Like there was one to Travis Benjamin where Phillip literally let the ball go. And the defender was, they were literally running up the seam. The defender's back was covering Travis Benjamin. And like Rivers threw it right over his shoulder. And all of a sudden, Travis just turns to the side and sticks his hands out and bam, it was right there. That, that almost contributes to my argument because I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, you had these great plays and they're barely squeaking it out. That's okay. what I'm saying. But, but I also want to point out a couple other things because look, at the end of the half, we had the ball, what, first and 10 in the red zone on the 10 or 11-yard line. Rivers throws an interception in the touchdown in the end zone, I mean. That's three points at the very least, right? Um, there there were a couple throws. First first throw of the game for Phillip Rivers. Travis um, – Ty Tyrell Williams was – he had his defender beat. Dude, he was long gone. You throw that ball over him, you lead him, he's gone. Touchdown. First throw of the game, Phillip underthrow. So there were a couple key plays where it's like, had they gone a different way, that game would have been a lot closer earlier on. So I don't think like they're necessarily squeaking it out. I mean, although that that's the way it seems, I think they're yeah. in a lot more games than people think. Even the the game they played the Chiefs early on in the season, they lost by yeah. ten, but they were always in the game. To me, so, the Chargers, the Chargers kind of, they've been bad for so long that they've just adapted this like fuck it mentality. And Rivers is like the fiery guy that's just like, you know what, fuck this. And just goes out there and slings it. And now they're legit and they still have that kind of that fuck it attitude. So when they went for two, I loved that. But they also have guys with like Moxie and they're like Mike Williams is balling out. And fucking Keenan Allen's been balling consistently. He got hurt, so I want to ask you about that. But like you said, Tyrell, Benjamin, um, they, they've got guys like just that are stepping up and, and, and balling. Um, it's just going to – and Justin Jackson, you know, out of nowhere, doing Dude, pretty well. I Melvin can't... Gordon comes back. He's a game changer, obviously. Um, 
It's gonna. The Chargers are gonna be a t- one of those teams where the guys aren't. A team's not gonna really want to see the Chargers. Eleven and three now, right? Eleven yep. and three. Wild card. Like what the fuck? You, you're, if you're staring them down in the wild card, you're like, oh my god, you're just shitting in your pants. I think it's. Is it Seattle or no? It's not Seattle. Who is it right now? It's probably gonna Baltimore? end up being the Ravens or the Steelers. Yeah. Baltimore, yeah. Well, the Steelers, eh, I wouldn't want to see the Steelers. Or the Colts. No, it's actually looking kind of like the Colts or the Ravens, I think. Okay. Um, The Chargers are uh, starting to make me a believer. Um, Dude, think think about this too, Fred, from a personnel standpoint. I mean, Rivers played half that game without Keenan, without Melvin, without our starting tight end all year. But guess what? Hunter Henry's running full speed now, guys. He's going to be ready for the playoffs. Hey, you know fuck the, that. The, he put, he's been balling for the last Adams three said, weeks. <laughs> yeah, so for, for all the listeners out there, I hope on Thursday morning you all caught Stephen A. Smith going on the, the rant. Um, he was talking to Teddy Bruschi and Max Kellerman, and they just had the most befuddled look on their faces. What was the so, show? What's that show? It's um... I don't even know the show. I just saw the clip. I don't even watch ESPN for that kind of crap anymore. But uh, if you if you guys didn't see it, uh, Stephen A. goes on a whole rant about how well Hunter Henry's playing. And uh, take first, what was that, Fred? Anyway, I said first take. If you haven't looked it up, go look that shit up. It's hilarious. But yeah, keep you're telling this story. Keep going. Oh, oh, sorry, you froze there for a second. Um, so Stephen A. Smith is going on about how uh, Hunter Henry has been playing so well this year, and his it was the key matchup between. Him and uh, <laughs> Derek Johnson, who's not even on the team anymore. It was fucking incredible. The San Diego um, Chargers have been bowling. <laughs> dude, like literally everything you said in that clip was completely false. Yeah. What do you guys think He was 100% confident in it. I know. Yeah, but what do you think about Stephen A, though? Like, he's such a character and he gets so much play. But, Dude, you know what, man? I give a guy a break because you know I make I make mishaps like that all the time, and it's like, dude, if you're if you're talking that often on TV live about every single different thing, like the, over the course of your life and your career, you're bound to say some pretty stupid shit. So it's easy to like point out the few times that he does like say some shit that like has absolutely no credibility to it, but. I mean, other other days he makes very valid points. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I give the guy a pass, but I think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Something he'll, yeah. he'll never live down for sure. I think you guys are <laughs> too nice, man. Fucking. No, I, think, I think it was fucking hilarious. He, he's kind of a knucklehead. Um, but I, I, if you ask me who I like him more, him or Skip, it's it's Stephen A. Oh I, can't, I used to love oh them God. both, and now I fucking hate Skip Bayless. Yeah. Gibbs an right. idiot. So Alex, we had a we had an argument this week, um, just about gambling in general, yeah, and about how lines are set. Um, so I wanted to talk about a little about how lines are set and how you view that, because for le- for the for the listeners, let me sum it up. Um, lines are basically set each week. Um, whoever sets the lines, the casinos, Vegas. Um, they use a combination of statistics and sentiment, public sentiment, to try to get even money on both sides, right? Right. Um, and 
Alex, you were you were saying at a point that st- you don't think that statistics are that relevant because they're already built into the lines. I think, yeah, for sure. But I disagree with you there because you're missing the public sentiment point. Well, I think you consider the public sentiment. Like, I mean, I, I think any time that I'm looking for a bet, what I'm looking for is something that that the lines can't account for. And I've talked about this several times, something emotional, something that can't be quantified. And I think if you're talking like guys bring up the fact that like teams on eight and no runs, you know, the odds against them are shitty. It's like, well, what the fuck does that have to do with this team and this matchup on this day? Like, in my opinion, that's totally irrelevant, first of all. But secondly, I think they take into account those things. I think they run the because the, and, and believe this or not, Mark, some lines are set just based on people's straight up knowledge and their feel. Like sometimes Fred and I will be like, oh, you know, the the line for this should be six. Mm -hmm. Literally some lines are set that way. Like experts in the back room come to a consensus saying this is what our line's going to be. And then it moves from there based on the money being transacted. Um, But, you know, in my, what I was saying is that I feel like I feel like the people that are using the programs and the statistics and the algorithms to set the lines are so far ahead of the general public and guys like you and me when it comes to analyzing stats and going on and doing research that the likelihood of us finding a statistic that isn't already built in is is very rare. I mean, I'm not saying that you should completely ignore them, but I think I I'm, I don't think I'm almost certain that they're all factored in to a certain extent. But here's the thing: we may put a heavier weight on a team's home record than the person who set that algorithm. You know, we may think that that's a bigger deal than the person that used it. You know, in their algorithm, they may only put like a one or two point weight, where we put like a four or five. So right. you know. I I guess I'm kind of retracting what I'm saying a little bit, saying that, you know, we can use them, but I don't think that they're the above all end all. What's your thoughts, Fred? I don't really, I I think that Vegas is built on losing. So it's, you know, uh, Vegas is built on people losing. So um, they know what they're doing. Unless you're one of the guys who's just like, a, sh- a sharp that's just in the casino or in the action all day every day you can't really be like you know too ahead Fred ahead of the curve jump you know what I mean instead of like looking Wait, at stats up, and going, oh up. Vegas what'd you say oh, no, you were cutting you out, cut out Fred you cut oh. out how, okay. You cut out. Yeah, I was basically. Anything you said. All right. Basically, you what said, I said Vegas is built on losing, and then you kind of we kind of lost you from there. Okay. So Vegas is built on people losing, is what I was saying. So I the fact I don't think we're, you're going to be able to get a jump ahead of whoever the bookmaker is. Um, in that aspect, it's more of like trolling the wave or the uh, the injury reports or seeing you know who the a lot of the public money's on because a lot of the time the all like 75 percent of the money's on one team but the 25 percent is 
is higher dollar amount. You know, 75% of the public's on it, but then the money's actually on the, on the, t- the side that's going to win. So the lines, when they're set, they're set pretty fucking accurately. Very rarely do I ever see a line that's like at six in football or 12, 13 basketball that moves like seven or eight points. You know what I mean? Or four or five for football. It's like they're always pretty much right on the head. And then you look, if you go back and look, it's like they nail it every time, it seems like. So you, you, the likelihood of you getting a jump or getting ahead of them, unless you're in the trenches every day out in Vegas or wherever you live, is is very it's nil i don't really uh i don't i don't know i don't see how they're gonna that stats so you aren't agree with in, alex stat no i think stats are definitely included everything's included the pu- the public eye like the patriots when they play the so fred i mean patriots. are you somebody that relies heavily then on stats when you're looking at games or are you no. somebody that kind of bases your opinions on emotions or public opinion or sentiment or what? what's kind of like your final, like, you know, where do you put your most weight? I put my most weight on like what I've seen throughout the week. I'm not one of the guys who tries to get the early jump, like as soon as the lines are set and they get released Tuesday, like I'm on it Tuesday morning. I'm not that guy. I'm like, okay, it moved a little bit. You know, um, I know that X, Y, and Z are hurt, or I know that they play this team really well. So I'm just kind of waiting to see where the money lies and then where the public ends up and go from there. You know, it's, it's kind of like what my gut tells me uh, as well as, um, who, who do I think is the better team? Like who's going to end up at the better spot at the end of the season? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like he's in the middle, slightly leaning towards where, just where I'm at. Whoever, Yeah, just because they're on a three-game winning streak, and then Vegas might be like, oh, well, I guess they're going to win this one. Fuck that. If the Bills are, you know, ever favorites, I'm betting the other team 100% of the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Mark, enough. you know, to answer my own question, you know, things that I use to wait, and it kind of ties into what Fred said, is like based on what he's seen. So I'll look for shit that like I'll look for shit that like um agrees with a line, you know, like for example, like today, like the Saints, they fumble there on the goal line, one one play away, one stupid shit ready, you know, away from covering the spread, right? Yeah. I'll try to base an opinion on that. Like, okay, do I think if I go back and replay all the plays in the game, all the all the pass rushes, all the tackles missed, all the balls dropped, all the penalties called, if they played that game out again, throw that one play out, right? What do I think the final score is? And I'll I'll try to cuz those are things that like no statistic could ever account for, right? Those are things that I'll use to try to base my opinion. Um and to be honest with you, if we played that game out again, I think the the result is even worse for the Saints. I think that the Panthers were in complete control of that game, and their defense really fucking played really really well. Um, and despite that that fumble, I think that if they played it again, I think the Panthers would still cover. So that's something that I'm thinking about going into next week. Okay, 
regardless, now the Panthers are out, so maybe the situation's not the same. But had we been earlier on in the season, um, you know, it's something that, yeah. that's, that I would, you know well, what I mean? That, that, bring, that brings us to our next uh, topic is you're talking about the Panthers are out of the playoff hunt. How does the playoff hunt, because we're getting into week 16, 17, <laughs> how does the playoff hunt affect how you bet on games? If 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 teams have something to play for, are you like a lot more keen on them? Um, it, it really depends. Um, I, I think it's on a game-by-game -game basis, personally, for me. I don't know about you, Fred, but I, I consider it. I don't take too much. Um, I don't weight it too much. I look at the individual matchups and really, really base it on that because, look, you, you got to remember these guys, this is their lives. They go out there every, every single minute, every game, and they fucking, they bust their ass, they bang heads, and they're trying to play their best. They don't want to get hurt, and the, the play you take off, if you ever played sports, is the one you're going to fucking get cracked, blindsided, whatever. So these guys are playing their ass off every fucking play anyway. You know, just just because there are playoff implications doesn't mean that the level of play is going to be risen. That's that's my two cents. But I will I will take it into consideration when I'm thinking about okay, how is the coach going to modify the game plan based on their matchup and what they need to do? So you know, certain coaches might get a little bit more aggressive. Certain coaches, like Marty Schottenheimer, when he was with the Chargers, butthole got tighter. Um, that's why we could never win. So yeah, trying you know, not the, to lose for the, yeah. for the chargers. It was always a bad thing for, you know, teams like the Patriots, they go for it fourth and three on their own 30 yard line. And I'll never forget that play. So it's like, you know, there's, there's certain things that I think it does impact like play calling, um, the approach to the game. Um, you know, it's kind of a live or die game. So they might be a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes to how the players actually play, I don't think it has a big impact. Fred? So to me, to me, the NFL and um, college basketball, I pretty much look at two things. I look at who is their leader. If do they have a defined leader, and who is their coach? If you give me Sean McVay, who's unproven. Yes, the Rams are super dynamic. The Rams are this, that, and the other. Um, Great D, great O. They can't be stopped. They go for it. They fake punt, all kinds of crazy shit. But it's Sean McVay and it's Jared Goff. Those are their – I'm not confident in betting the Rams in the in the postseason going forward at all. I agree. Um, but then you look at the Patriots who have been stumbling. You look at the Steelers who haven't been really performing that well. Who else um, that's kind of a proven – you know, I, I don't know. Those are the two that – I really, I'm going to look to bet um, because I know who their leader is. I know that no matter how the defense, how anybody plays, drop balls, drop passes, this, that, or the other, there's nothing that's going to phase those guys. They've been there. They've lived it. And it's just another day in the office. Right. It's not nothing. There's not too many highs. There are not too many lows. At halftime, they're going to go in. And if they need to make adjustments, they'll be made. Whereas... Um, you look at the Rams, they're all kind of like fiery and feisty. You see Marcus Peters running into the stands last week or the, <laughs> yesterday to, to say, hey, where are you from, N-word? Where are you from? Like, okay, yeah, dude, bro. like, that you know what I mean? What happened? What happened? What happened? Dude, you didn't see that? Some guy no. was like, hey, you're going to get fined. You're going to get fined. Yelling at Marcus Peters. 
And Marcus Peters turned around and said, what? He's like, you're going to get fined. Peters fucking gets up, dude. The guy's got to be in, like, the first or second row. He fucking walks up walks up the stairs into the stands. He's all, where are you from? Where are you from? And the guy's all, you're going to get fined. He's all, that's what I thought, nigga. Yeah, nigga, yeah. what? Yeah, he goes, and, he, goes, he goes, say something else, nigga. Square yeah. ass, nigga. Where are you from? Yeah, dude, he <laughs> fucking bitched him, dude. The guy yeah. probably shit his pants. Yeah. He's Dude, Marcus Peters will fuck anybody up. Yeah. So, but no, but see, so like, and then they've got like Dominican suit, Aaron Donald. They get kind of like, you know, a little bit too worked up and too fiery. And those are the type of guys that the Patriots will love to have when they have them, but they'll move on from and just develop a new guy because they're. And there goes Fred again. So they're, I, I think he's going to say they're, they're letting their emotions take over, you know, their play. Um, I, I'll, 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 I'll give a, a small argument to him and his Rams in the postseason. I think that the troubles that they're running like, into. Not, did oh, you Bronx? What's up? Hold on. Fred, you say Fred, Fred? Uh, you're cutting out again. Oh, my bad. All right. Well, yeah. uh, it's all good. Um, so let, let's move on Okay. Uh, be- before we go into breaking down games for next week. Um, we did all enter a, a little bowl mania. Now oh. there, there are no really relevant games. I say no relevant games. There's no big games this week coming up. So I didn't feel like the need to talk about it, but I did want to point out that your boy is in the lead. Let me <laughs> brag about it while I can. Dude. Yeah, for those of you unfamiliar, it's a confidence bowl. Um, basically, there's, I, I don't know, Mark, how many games are there? 32 or something? 36, I think. 36. So you assign a number from 1 to 36, or I think it's 1 to 40, right, because of the po- the playoff and then the the final game, if I'm oh, not yeah, mistaken. maybe 40, maybe 40. Yeah, so Wait. 1 to 40, with 40 being the most confident, 1 being the least. So Mark is in the lead right now. He's missed a few. Eight. How many games have you lost, though, Mark? I lost one. I lost. So Arizona. I have I not. Arizona I have State. yet to lose. Oh my god! Um, you guys, uh, I just realized up. something. He didn't set the confidence. My confidence points are literally one, two, three, four, five, yeah. all, from top to bottom. I didn't set the points. You you can you can log in and readjust. But Mark, yeah. and me and Mark, Corey, and I have already talked about all you. The rest of you guys just kind of setting and forgetting. Dude, what? You can adjust it, but that Alex, that just means that uh, the bigger games are your most confident because they—that's that, the way. That's they how I roll every year. Every year I've put forty on Bama. There you go, there you go. Fred's got forty on Bama. We'll see how it plays out. Wow, um, dude, that's crazy. Because I got, I got yeah, like three. That's. I chose some upsets, and they're like down towards the bottom. You well, can still assign big tickets to them. Well, they are. They are. They're. They're oh. massive tickets. So then you're not worried about it. You're, it's. It's all. No, I gotta readjust the points, man. No, I would have no, thrown a bunch on. Uh, dude, I would have thrown Utah a bunch State. on a couple of these games, dude. Yeah, I threw a bunch on Utah State. That yeah, shit ended up. If, if you think about it, if you pick an upset with a lot of points, yeah, gives you an advantage. Dude, Tulane was like the easiest bet of all these games. Tulane was Fresno good State this was year. pretty easy. They had a shitty record, and they were good this year. And Middle Tennessee, too. They sucked. They were playing in Appalachian. I was like, this is a lock. 
Alright, uh, so moving on. I gotta go back to the drawing board, but fuck yeah. you, Mark. You won't be at the top for long. Okay, no. fair enough. That's that's why I had to get it in now. You know? Alright, <laughs> so uh, I picked four games. Four big games in the NFL next week that we're gonna break down. Um, all of them with playoff implications. So... Um, I will give you guys the game and I'll actually run through some stats for you, give you a couple stats and then uh, let you guys argue it out because, you know, your boy here is not the sports better of us. So um, first game up on Saturday, uh, the Redskins are plus 10 at the Titans. The Titans. Yeah, plus 10. Uh, Titans have a 75% chance to win per ESPN, so Titans heavy favorites. Um, the Redskins have lost four of their last five, but they won last week. And the Titans have won three of their last five. They're on, the Titans are on three-game win streak. Um, all the, the points per game, yards, yards allowed, are all about even. Um, Two-game win streak. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's three. I think they lost two weeks ago. But anyway... Um, the key, I would say, is Josh Johnson at QB for the Redskins. Yeah, fourth-string um, quarterback. Just got picked up two weeks ago. Um, he's averaging about 165 yards per game. Um, to be fair, though, to be fair to Josh Johnson, when he came into the Giants game, which they it was a blowout loss, um, Mark Sanchez started that game, and the game was already over by the time Josh Johnson got in. Josh Johnson came in. They scored a couple touchdowns. Um, Josh Johnson actually in total QBR the last two weeks has been the number eight and number nine quarterback. So he's not the kid doing can play. Terrible. The kid can play. I've yeah. watched his game. They, he can play. Um, that's an interesting one. Ten points is, is kind of a lot of points to me. The Titans are. You not know what they're doing, right, Fred? Team. Yeah, it's a trapper. Public sentiment: Titans are in a four-team playoff race right now. Colts, Titans, Steelers, Ravens are all eight eight game winners, and obviously Steelers and Ravens. One of them is guaranteed to get in, um, but as far as the other teams, I mean, the next best team down would be uh, the Miami Dolphins at seven and seven. So they're they're waiting these games because of that, and people are going to be looking at this stuff. So, like you said, Mark, I mean. Is it something people consider? For sure. And that line right there tells you. I mean, dude, the Titans should not be 10-point favorites over anybody. I don't give a shit how they played last week. Yeah, it's kind of – I think it might be a little bit of that, but then a little bit of like the Derrick Henry effect slash the four-string effect. You know, put a four-stringer against anybody. It's like you're probably not going to fare too well. And, Mir- and Mariota's been playing well. So what what are you asking us, Mark? Would we take a position? Where would we put our position? Like what? Well, you know the new podcast uh, oh, yeah. little game. You got to make a pick. I mean, I'm not saying you got to put a saucy pick out on it, but... Okay, remind me. Picks. Are we taking these spreads or are yeah. we taking yes. them straight up? Nope, with the spread. Redskins plus 10, and that is my pick. I am taking the Redskins and Josh Johnson. Going to roll again. Wait, did you go- recap what games we went over last week? Chargers, Chiefs was one. Texans, Jets, Dolphins, Vikings, man. Okay, just make. Yeah, sure. you went three and zero. Remember what I talked about earlier? Yeah. Um, go ahead. I'll let you guys go first because I already know what I'm gonna do. 
Obviously, I didn't stroke Alex's ego enough at the beginning of the show for no, him to didn't. fucking remember that we talked about it. So what, man? We didn't put those out as saucy picks. I'm pissed about it. <laughs> so, right, Mark, what do you got? I'm taking the Redskins, man. All right. I'll take the uh, the Titans and give the 10. Oh, motherfucker. I thought you were going to go Redskins for sure, dude. Um, I honestly, fuck. I think I'm taking the Titans too. Yeah, I'm I'm taking it. it Dude, seems... after you just said the Titans should yep. give ten to anybody. Yep. yep. And you know why, Mark? Because everybody knows that. Everybody fucking knows that. You know that. Fred knows that. Fucking everybody knows that. And that's why I'm like, dude, ten points. They should never be favored by that much. They're not that good. But if they play well, I mean, they'll cover that. Fuck it. Dude, to be honest, that's why I suck at sports betting because everyone knows that, and I'll still fucking bet it. But you'll you'll be a contrarian and pick the opposite, and that's why you do the winning and I do the. You want to know why? I suck, why I'm not too hot at sports betting? Because I'll probably fucking end up taking the Redskins money line. <laughs> Dude, that might be a solid bet. I know shit. That's how I see it. Fifteen. Fuck it. All right, what do we got? What else? Right. What do- also, uh, also on uh, Saturday, another big game. The Ravens are plus four and a half at the Chargers. Um, now, on ESPN, they have the Chargers at 79% chance to win. But the Ravens are kind of rolling. Both teams have won four of their last five. Um, Lamar Jackson at QB for the Ravens. His, I looked up to- total QBR for him. He started out at 30, went to 22. The last two weeks, he's been 5 and 9. Um, Mark, one question. Up? This will determine. How is Melvin playing? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's supposed to be healthy. He's supposed to be on the road back. If, um, if Melvin plays, it's a little bit more scary, but... Fucking Fred keeps breaking up. Um, to, to give I'm me my over who the fuck the kicker is. What'd you say, Fred? You were cutting out again, man. Uh, no, I was just saying, give me the Ravens in the four and a half. And the reason is because um, they got Justin Tucker and, and the, the Chargers have whoever the fuck. Mark, who do you got? Uh, I'm taking... I don't know. Hold on. Alex, you gotta go. I gotta have some time to think about this one. I didn't think about it earlier, to be honest. Oh God, you know you gotta, guys. We can put the Chargers in one of these fucking things every time. I'm gonna choose them every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm rolling with the Chargers. The Chargers go two and zero to finish the season, and the Chiefs go one and one. We take the fucking AFC. And not that that means anything, but playing in fucking LA with half random people and half Chiefs fans is much better than playing in Arrowhead. So Chargers definitely don't want the fucking AFC to go through Kansas City. Um, So they're going to bring everything. If Keenan's ready to go, which he's not injured. I know you were asking about that earlier, Fred. He'll be back. He's going to be a game time. Um, I think Melvin will be too. Ideally, they would like not to use these guys. But this is a must win because... Um, the Chiefs play Seattle this week. 
And that's never an easy game. So if the Chiefs drop this one, us going 2-0 and is paramount. Um, so that's that's why I'm choosing the, ch- the Chargers, even with a depleted. I think it'll be very close. Um, you know, I, I'm scared because we've been on such a hot streak. But I'm, I, I'm, I'll never bet against them, that's for sure. So, Fred, you went, uh, you went Ravens? Sorry, you, I think you made the pick when Ravens. you were breaking up. All right. Yeah, Ravens. Well, to you know what? I'm kind of split on this game, but just uh, in solidarity for my fellow San Diegans that also hate the Chargers now, I'm going to go Ravens. Fuck the Chargers. Hell Sorry. yeah. Sorry, Alex. Hey, you guys didn't hurt my feelings last week. I was at, dude, I was at Yard House watching the Chargers game, and I got to tell you, despite them leaving, I've never been in a place that was so lit. Like, people were standing on their chairs. I swear to God, dude, the <laughs> whole fucking place was cheering louder Yard than House any place. Was lit. I was, I swear <laughs> to God, Fred, it's hilarious, right? Yes. Like, dude, I, like, when I walked in, there was like two people wearing Chargers jerseys. And the place was packed. Like every every table was full. And did you see any titties? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yard house doesn't get that lit, bro. Dude, it's mostly like families and dates and stuff. I'm but just kidding. I mean, there 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 were some chicks, uh, obviously with dudes. But um, dude, when they went for two, when they got that touchdown, like the place blew up. It was like, oh, crazy. Damn. I was excited. Anyway, but, next game. But did you see some titties, though? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Fred's definition of lit. Come on, don't put me in the position to, to lie to you guys. <laughs> oh, man. All right, next, uh, we got the Texans at the Eagles. Um, it's a pretty even game. Texans have been hot for their last five. Obviously, we all know that the Eagles beat the Rams last week with Nick Foles at quarterback. Um, Eagles are kind of middle of the pack in both offense and defense. Houston's got the number five scoring defense. Um, Texans are the number two projected seed right now, but and the Eagles are on the outside of the playoff picture. So do you think the Eagles pull out and uh, make What's it the into spread? the playoffs? It's even. Oh, it's a pick em in Philly? In Philly. Huh. What do you got, Fred? Come on. Bulls effect, baby. It's in full effect. No. Yes. All right. Lamar Miller, eight yards. The only reason the <laughs> only reason that the te- Texans are worth a shit is because of Hopkins. Okay, that's fair. And I what what's his name? Light skinned dude from the uh um the Eagles was locking that shit up yesterday, dude. Golden Tate? No, 43. Uh, uh, corner nickelback, something like that. Uh, he was legit, dude. The Eagles the Eagles are, are starting to figure it out. I don't know if they're, it's too late, but I uh, give me the Eagles. So to let you know, in the NFC, the wild card race is, is as such. You've got... Cowboys leading the NFC East at eight and six, Fred. Eagles and Redskins both at seven and seven. Okay, then you've got Rams who are locked in. Um, Seahawks are locked in right now at eight and six. So right now they're the wild card. 
And then you have Vikings at seven and six. So you've got three seven win teams and two eight win teams. Seahawks, Cowboys, eight, Eagles, Redskins, Vikings at seven. Um, technically, by a long shot, Panthers could go two and zero oh and still magically make it. Um, but I don't think that's very plausible. So I'm trying to plant the seed. We're not betting the Panthers anymore. <laughs> no more Panthers. Um, so that's kind of the picture right now. Mark, all right, who I appreciate are you the clarity. This? You like you like how Alex tries to make us all pick first so he could pick at the end and dude, I already know what I'm choosing, and I'm not gonna fucking base my decision on the shit you say, so I'm not gonna say anything Bullshit. that'll help you. <laughs> the the hey, there should be a new twist to this. The the guy who's in first the rolling has to pick first. No, it should be the other way around. Fuck that. Yeah, no, it doesn't it doesn't really matter uh inverse waiver order. First. It hey, doesn't matter who picks first, guys, I'm picking if you wrong. Guys really, if you think I'm going to pick something because you pick it, we should just stop the podcast and never do it again. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Fred, he's, at this rate, he's going to pick the opposite of what you pick every time. That's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> think he's going to go. That's I went Titans. You did go Titans. All right, I'm going Texans. Yeah, I talked shit about the Texans like two weeks ago, but I Oh fuck! I don't know, man. They are. All right, I'm going. I'm going Texans. So you guys are fit one and one. Yes, yeah. Sir. All right, yeah. Mark. This is your. This is your week. If Fred and I are wrong, you could fucking take take a big jump up because I'm rolling with the Eagles, man. Oh, I I I agree a lot with you, Fred. The the running game, the the zone blocking scheme for Houston just needs to fucking go. Or they need a different running back. Um, Lamar Miller's not the guy for that. Uh, he's not quick enough. He's not shifty. Um, he's just kind of a hit the hole and not really do much special type guy. So I see the Eagles taking the run game away altogether. Pretty good containment with some of their DNs and Dawkins and Cox, actually one of the best defensive nose guards in the league. Um, nose tackle, sorry. And so I, I see him taking the running game away, putting a spy over top of DeAndre and, you know, just kind of playing the game. Uh, I'm curious to see how Foles reacts to that defensive line coming at him. That'll kind of be, in my opinion, the determining factor who wins. But I'm willing to take that chance um, at home in Philly with an outside shot of the playoffs. So I'm Dude. rolling with the Eagles, man. Not only that, but the Eagles have like a four-headed running back beast right now. Do you guys notice that? Yeah. They have Wendell I mean, they, Smallwood. They're balling, but I'm not a big fan of any of them, really. I don't know. They all seem to be pretty decently productive. They've got a rookie, Smallwood, uh, and a couple other guys that are slipping <laughs> my mind. But anyway, move on. All right. Hey, Mark. Well, while we're talking about these teams, um, you know, and outside and the playoff picture and everything else, what's the spread on the Vikings game? The Vikings game. Hold on. Let me bring it up real quick. Um, because I want to, I want to kind of maybe if we can, if we have like a couple extra minutes, just give my two cents on a couple of these games because I know a lot of people are going to be looking at these. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm really hot on the Vikings right now. You guys know I rolled on them early in the season, kind of took a breather. They fell off, and I think they're really starting to come together again. So, 
All right, hold on. Let's let's break down this last game, and then we can go to all the all games right, cool. you want to talk about. Um, last game I had up was the Chiefs minus two and a half at the Seahawks. Huge playoff implications. Chiefs are in, but are they? They're tied with the Chargers right now. So home field that first round bye, um, and then the Seahawks are kind of holding on to that um, last wild card spot. Um, according to ESPN, it's kind of a coin flip. Mm-hmm. Both teams are pretty hot. We know the Chiefs' offense is just fucking killer. Um, but so I'm probably going to roll. I'm going to roll Seahawks. I don't know why. And I don't need to know why. Okay. Fred? <laughs> this feels exactly like the Seahawks 49ers last week. Except the Seahawks are the Niners. Yeah, uh, kind of does, huh? To me, I don't know about you, but yeah, it feels. I mean, what is your gut? Like, if you had to spurt it out, what would you choose? That's why I went Seahawks, to be on, to be honest. Well, that's why I'm asking this question. That way, I just feel like, yeah. Well, that's like, because I'm getting money on Russell Wilson. His playoffs are on the line. Russell, to me, is kind of like Aaron Rodgers. You can never quite count him out, you know? Right. So, I don't know. But uh, in this, I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> really? <laughs> All that? And you're going to go with the Chiefs? Yeah. Well, I'm not down to my last $100. Oh, my God. Yeah. Give me All the Chiefs. Right. They should you win know, by five. I was really praying that Fred would answer my question and say that his gut said to take the Seahawks. Because you're going to go opposite? Um, no, I actually see my guts telling me to take the Seahawks. Um, and if Fred would have been in agreement with us, that would have told me that the fucking public sentiment is wrong yet again. And this is another fucking trap game. Um, and you know, before I forget, cause I did already forget and I just got reminded of this, some crazy dude, like, cause I did some work with a, a data uh, artificial intelligence company last year and dude they're they're what they're doing now is there there's two types of data there's structured and unstructured and and they're starting to use unstructured data which is like twitter feeds blog posts um comments online like and they're they're accumulating all of that data and spitting out outcomes so it's like Dude, you, you you know all these fucking websites and ESPN and all this shit? They're totally using that crap to base the lines. I guarantee it. Yeah. So if Fred would have said, yeah, I, I think the Seahawks, I would have I would have still chose I'm choosing the Seahawks. Um, but I I probably would have advised us to take the Chiefs with some money. Yeah, I'm, so, just, I'm thinking the Chiefs should smash. Dude, that's some interesting stuff about that data collection. I feel like that could get real deep real quick. Dude, you want to, I mean, this is totally irrelevant, but the company that I work for, Mark, they were using it. um, They're focusing on mental and health institutions that had like 400 plus patient beds. And they were using the doctor's notes, which is unstructured data, right? So yeah. each time the doctor would meet with a patient, they'd write notes. Yeah. They would scan that. They would put that into their, their computer systems, collect all that data, and use that data to predict patient outbursts. 
and they did it like three hospital bed tests with thousand bed hospitals and they reduced outbursts to literally zero what they could predict when somebody was like on the edge of like freaking out having a mental instability outbreak and like dude it's that's, insane right that's so, crazy that's so crazy. what they're and and the hospitals are all about it because like people will pay more to put their loved one at a hospital to know that a they're going to get better care but b they're not going to have any outbreaks so it's it's pretty insane so think about what they could do with that to manipulate spreads and make money like you know these guys oh, are using that crap oh yeah definitely Man, there are some people out there that are a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> Fuck. You you and me both, bro. I fucking went to Monterey Bay. Fuck. Was that supposed to be a dig at yourself or a good thing? I don't know. I couldn't tell. As I was saying it, I was like, damn, I really just did disservice to some of the fucking geniuses I learned from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, now let's let's go to your games that you want to talk to real quick. Let's do a, just a quick breakdown because it's running a little long. We got Minnesota is um, minus five and a half at Detroit. Minnesota, fucking, that's our game of the week. Really? Yep. Fred, that's our game of thoughts? the week. They're gonna fucking smash, absolute smash. That's fine. Yeah, I like Minnesota a lot right now too. Dalvin Cook's fucking beast-like right now. Beast mode, dude. Defense is locked in, although they had a couple fucking shitty plays last week. Dude, Miami, I was looking at them. They're they're one in six on the road, six and one at home. Dude, they're not a bad team, but um, dude, I, I, I think that the fucking dude, I think the Vikings are gonna absolutely steamroll the Lions. They lost to the Bills, dude. Come on. All right. What what other games you wanna give me with um, another game? There was another look at the uh the Colts. Indies minus nine at home against the Giants. Oof. Yeah, it's a big pretty big spread. Uh dude, their offense is fucking dude locked in right now. It I wouldn't is. bet that game. I'm tempted to take the nine points. Um what about what about the uh the Ravens and Steelers spread? The Ravens are playing Ravens are playing the Chargers. We already oh, went right, over that. Sorry. Steelers and then Steelers, Steelers for the Saints. When is that game? Oh, that that line isn't out because New Orleans just played. Oh, um, that'll probably be Monday. Is that Sunday night? Um, no, one twenty-five. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So for everyone listening, we are recording this on Monday night, so that spread is not out yet. What do you? All right, let's play this game. What should it be? Uh, where's the games in Pittsburgh? No, it's at New Orleans. Um, you know what? I think New Orleans probably minus six. Wow. I was thinking more like four and a half. Yeah. A little bit over a field goal. Yeah. You know, I think it, I mean, I bet you're, we're probably, it's probably going to be five, dude. Um, and the reason I say it is because, it depends on how much they factor in today's game. Because um, the Saints, honestly, the last couple weeks, even against the Bucks the week before or last week, they started off pretty shaky. They look like they might actually yeah, lose no. that game. Yeah. So it depends on how, who's making the line, how much they factor in recency. Um, but I'll tell you what, dude. If the Saints lose, if the Saints lose, they can't. 
Actually, yeah, I think they win one and give Breeze the break. They, he won't if they win this week. He won't have to play the following right. week. Right. Right. Um, you know what? I think I I don't know if this is what it should be, but I almost bet you that it's under three. Why? Because of the Steelers' implications and I their mean, recent win against the Patriots. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers are hot. They just beat the Patriots. The public sentiment for the Saints coming into today was that they're limping into this game. I saw articles saying they're limping into that. this game, and and they didn't help their case today. So you know, I think that the Pittsburgh would actually be slightly favored, and that when you factor in the home field advantage for new orleans it'll slide it t- toward them a little bit so it'll be new orleans favored by under three so that that's all well and good but the steelers are now the chargers um kicking woes so keep that in mind what do you mean dude uh, with, boswell uh, can't name? make boswell's a fucking field goal no he's not out he just can't make a field goal he slipped last week for the game winner at versus oakland this week he missed one like right off the bat He's got the yips at the worst possible time. What is he, coked out, or what's his deal, Fred? Dude, he's just like, I don't know coked if he's out? not. I don't know. <laughs> coked? Is that your go-to, dude? I, I mean, he's dude, like, what oh, else would crazy. it be, he bro? Got coked. What the fuck? What else would know, it be? Meth? I don't know. I couldn't Marijuana? tell Marijuana? Maybe he just gets a little nervous, man. Give him a break. This many years into his career? I mean, fuck. Maybe he just found out his mistress is having a baby. Fuck. Dude, that that's happened to other people. I swear. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head, but dude, that's definitely happened to people. Whoa, where they found out like somebody had their mistress is having a baby and it fucked them up? No, no. <laughs> no. Or where they were coked no, out. They, no, where they fucking Neither. get to a point in their career. Yeah, where they get to a point in their career that uh they just start getting fucking nervous and overthink shit. You know what I had to but, say about that? Adam Vinatieri. Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah. Suck a dick. What are you saying? Those I didn't say everybody. Old, I didn't say dude. everybody. I didn't say all old guys. Bro, what? Dude. You turn 40, you turn 40, and all of a sudden you start slipping? Give me a break. Dude, it, is maybe Boswell I'm thinking... 40? I don't think he's 40. Yeah, okay, dude. 35. What exactly, Fred? You're just helping me make my point. Like, <laughs> now you're just fucking making shit up. He's like 32, dude. Okay, regardless, dude, you Boswell. don't just start eating shit when you're a fucking kicker. Chris Boswell is 27. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys want to talk about kickers, man? I've seen it all, all right? We fucking got Sinsu Chu to start our season last year, all right? The Reds guy? Dude, Sinsu <laughs> Chu, bro. The outfielder, dude, that hits yeah. about 25 to 30 bombs a year? Yeah, he was our kicker. Oh, shit. You might as well have been our kicker. You know, they were saying coming into the season, like this guy, he did like all these cool trick shots and kicks on YouTube. They were saying all the Chinese money in LA was like lobbying for him to be the kicker. That's dope. How fu- Yeah, it wasn't fucking dope. 0 and 4 dope. We're in a new age, man. You get signed by fucking putting some videos on YouTube. Shit. He was That's already signed. Up. That's what's um, up. So, yeah, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm excited to see how some of those games pan out. Um, just, just looking at um, the week and some of these games, dude, I really like that Vikings game. Um, throw, throw a couple more spreads out before we wrap this up, Mark. I mean, some yeah, of the spreads I that are up fuck, 
I just closed it out the screen. We talked about like fucking seven games already. You know what? That's it. Right. Cutting cutting you off. For everyone, anyway. yeah. For everyone out there, um, we just made a little change to our Instagram. The handle is now at Saucy Picks Podcast. Just straight, no underscore anymore. So go hit us up. Um, Alex puts out all his opinions on there, so you can catch some good advice there. Um, if you can, go on iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out when you guys um, review us. And, uh, you know, we got to hey. keep this going. Yeah. I don't know if, uh, if we're going to be another one before the holiday. Are we guys? Yeah. I, I plan uh, on doing it next, next cool. Sunday. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, point being it's the holidays, bitches. Go follow us. Give us a little back. We give you guys every week. We're here for you. So give us a little, uh, holiday cheer and, and drop some, uh, Drop some knowledge on our Instagram page. Yeah, buddy. You know your boy's going to be spending that holiday cash on his gambling addiction. Let's go. (laughs) Fred, you taking Atlanta versus Carolina next week? I'll book all bets wanted right there. Let's go. Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they covered their nine this week. Did they smash, but it was the Cardinals. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. Let's um, let's let's wrap it up. I, I know we all got to get up pretty early. Um, thanks for tuning in. Look, really looking forward to this week. Hopefully, making you guys some of your Christmas money presents, um, the money you spent on presents back, um, and uh, making some of the money back from some of the losses we've been putting out. So, um, stay tuned. We'll be putting out our focus fires. Also, I looked at some of the NBA games. I'm going to be putting a couple of those out later on in the week. Um, there's a couple teams I've been following the last seven or eight days that I, I, I think are in line for some really, really big games. So make sure that you follow us on our Instagram, Mark, thanks for, uh, thanks for putting this together. Fred, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Hey, so we're, we're recording this next Sunday, I'm assuming. So our next episode, if we put it out on Tuesday, will be the Christmas episode. Hey, Hey. should we prepare like, um, like a Christmas carol for everybody, or dude, we should have a saucy, saucy Christmas. <laughs> Yo, the best time cool. of the year, <laughs> where the saints go three and no, and we learn out Mark's a queer. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> that didn't rhyme, bro. All, All right, right whatever. we're out. Uh-